0: Hey everyone, it's Michelle and Alejo, and this is Spooky Shin.
1: So this week, we are going to be talking about some myths and legends. Yes, I will start by talking about the Charmin yep, urban and legend. The- sorry.
0: <laughs> I thought you were all done. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then... I'm going to be talking about the Tom McLeod slept here sign and the watcher.
1: Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised.
0: But first, damn it, (laughs) I was going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. So we had a very busy last weekend. My sister got married. It was pretty cool. It was fun. I danced the night away like a, a little princess. And... The Airbnb we were staying at, so we were in Julian, which if you are familiar with the San Diego area, you're probably not familiar with Julian because it's in the middle of nowhere an hour away. But we were there, like I said, middle of nowhere. We saw the fucking biggest spider I've ever seen in my life. Like Mm -hmm. It was probably like three inches in diameter and it was in the kitchen, like walking across the cabinets. Mm -hmm. And it was brown and had a bunch of hair on it. It looked like A smaller, skinnier tarantula. Mm, Tarantula. I also don't know how to say that spider. Rob makes fun of me because I'm always like (laughs) Tarantula. But yeah, we saw it and it was like us and Cherie's friends and we like freaked out. We're like, oh my God. And then once we like got our senses about us and we're like, all right, we need to kill the spider. We never found it again. Sheesh. We were looking for like 30 minutes and we could not find this fucking spider. (laughs) So that was a great start that was within getting like 10 minutes into this airbnb <laughs> and then uh the reason we were in the kitchen is because the friends were showing us on the refrigerator there was a note saying hey do you recognize this driveway yeah that's right that's where your cars are parked and there's a picture of the driveway with two mountain lions walking on it
1: <laughs> oh what the fuck
0: yeah, and apparently they've been seen recently, so we were being warned about about mountain lions when we saw the biggest spider ever, and I'm like, this place is fucked <laughs> up. Also, it gave up really creepy vibes. Like, it was sketchy. There was a kid's room that none of us were sleeping in, and you could just see down the hall, like, a stuffed animal sitting at a table, and it looked hella sketchy. <laughs> Whenever Leah got there, she actually went and closed the door because she was like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no one slept that well that night. I don't know if it's because we were all and it was going to be a big day the day after or if we were all really creeped out. But, uh, yeah, the wedding itself was cool. Uh, There was a lot of prep before a wedding when you are part of the wedding party. And we were rushing and it ended up being a little later than planned. But I'm told that that's normal. And, yeah, so I didn't want to stand up there, which I think I've said. I was holding Chunk after a groomsman brought him down the aisle. I took him. And the entire time, Chunk is my sister's dog, by the way. He's a little French bulldog. He kept trying to lunge at them and just making little grunting noises throughout (laughs) the entire ceremony. So much like, people were, like, looking at him and smiling
1: and laughing at him. (laughs) He was wearing a little... Oh, sorry, what? No, I was going to say he's trying to go up there, too.
0: I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, he's like, that's my parents. What are they doing? (laughs) And he was wearing a little tuxedo, so he looked fancy. Aw. Yeah, we're dog singing right now, so if you hear any weird snorting noises, like I said, he's a Frenchie, so they can't breathe ever. <laughs> and he's just sleeping on a couch behind me. <laughs> but yeah, whenever they're taking pictures of them, like, saying their vows and stuff, like, there was a nice arch, they were standing there, it was all scenic, and there's a security guard standing, like, 20 feet behind them. In every single picture I'm pretty sure just staying there like looking at some trees just ruining (laughs) all the fucking pictures damn that sucks it was so brutal we were laughing about so much I guess Robert mentioned to the photographer and he was like yeah he just ruined all of my shots you gotta photoshop them out that's what I was saying I'm like why was the security guard like even so close to the wedding what was gonna happen at Cherie's wedding
1: Yeah, was she under
0: attack I have no idea (laughs) but uh, it was great I saw my little brother throw up on AstroTurf. I had a curry that was way too spicy for me. But it tasted good, <laughs> so it was—it sucked that it was too spicy. It tasted delicious, and then the only taste I felt afterwards was not a taste. It was just pain. Uh, I had someone else try it, and they said that they thought it would be a 7 in a restaurant. So I felt kind of cool, because I was like, "Oh, a 7? That's a little high. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually high. It just sounds high. It hey, <laughs> kind of is oh my god that's not very reassuring
1: and no it is because i think most of them go up to 10 yeah i know you're like eh. what do you get if you're actually i actually get a seven or eight god fucking damn it and i was like dying (laughs) i think one time i got a 10 but it was like how was was that yes it was was too spicy
0: there's a place near us but they are like ultra spicy Thai food and they literally have warnings on their menu saying our restaurant is not like normal restaurants. Like it's way spicier. We use these special Thai chilies and all this shit. Like so many warnings to be like, please order less than you're used to. And Robert gets like the mild and it fucks him up. Damn. He Every time he gets the mild, he said it tastes like a really hot medium. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think Jesus got the either the medium or the hot whenever we were still at our old job while working there because we ordered it for lunch and he was like, no, no, I could handle it despite everyone's warnings and I'm pretty sure it made him sick. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just
1: spicy. Them spices hit different. They really do. <laughs> but yeah, um,
0: it was a fun weekend. We also went to Disneyland with my brothers and like my dad and stepmom but I was mostly just hanging out with my little brother. So that was cool. Nothing. Too crazy happened at Disneyland. Um, in a couple weeks, we are recording three episodes this weekend. And in a couple weeks we're into creepypasta, and I was reading some Disney creepypasta, so now I can't even remember real Disneyland. I'm just like thinking of these <laughs> sketchy stories I read. <laughs> uh yeah, there's also a new Animal Crossing update if any of you play, so that's been pretty fun. <laughs> but that's my life in a nutshell, you could say. How are you? I'm good. My Halloween. Oh my god, how was your Halloween?
1: I... Oh, I was like trying to remember what I did. (laughs) You did the Night Before Christmas concert, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. But something even cooler happened in the morning. I took my first shot of testosterone. Wait, wait.
0: Backtrack. What the fuck? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Last I heard, like two days before halloween you had a doctor's appointment planned so what happened yeah. at the doctor and now well, suddenly you've started tea i don't even know what's fucking going on anymore <laughs> yeah.
1: well yeah we had our appointment that friday was it yeah friday early morning five thirty in the morning
0: oh yeah um, it was really
1: early <laughs> it was really early i got up and everything made myself a cup of coffee and we were on zoom and she basically, yeah, explained the side effects, made sure I understood, like, the risk and all that. And she was like, okay, you know, I'm going to prescribe it to you. And she sent it to oh the pharmacy God. and just told me, like, we just talked about my medical history and just, like, because I'm pre-diabetic, so she's like, we definitely have to keep an eye on that, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, and she sent it to the pharmacy. She's like, you could start as early as today. You just have to call ahead and make sure like it's ready for you to pick up. And I was like, oh my god. Holy shit, that's mega fast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, freaking. I tried to go to the doctors for them to do the same shit. And I and still haven't heard from them.
0: All right, let's give another shout out to the website Plume <laughs> for helping you. Because apparently
1: yeah. they're the shit. <laughs> they are the shit. It's just awesome. And yeah. um, I actually like was talking to some other trans guys. And they say that. Well, just some that have been out forever and have, like, gone other routes, or, like, yeah. through the actual, like, system, and they say that they feel that um, websites like Plume and some other ones kind of take advantage of trans people. Oh, But I, I can see his point, but at the same time for, like, I've tried to go to the doctor, and there is so many resources mm-hmm. like, for trans people and, like, it's just so much like i feel like it's longer and it's not easy to like find yourself Mm -hmm. versus with plume it was like quick yeah within i started tea within two weeks of like signing up no that's fucking insane and i know you
0: went to that original doctor's appointment like months ago right yeah
1: it was like back in like uh june oh my god yeah that was forever ago and i like i mean it kind of was my fault too because i never followed up with her mm-hmm. to like you know get it going but that's what <laughs> i like about plume because like they basically did it all for me like they made it super easy for me to like begin and everything
0: so was the other person's problem that they are like having you
1: pay them to basically have doctors yeah kind of because it's basically like i'm paying like a membership yeah um, and it is kind of pricey. It's like $99 a month.
0: It's, I think it just depends on the person. If you're like somebody who's outgoing, doesn't mind taking initiative, then good for you. But if you're like you, or if I was on this, I'm sure I just want
1: to sign up for a website too and be like, yeah, I'll pay. I don't care for convenience. Yeah. I mean, especially <laughs> if I, if you can afford it. I like said, like you should definitely do it. And yeah. I feel like, I think he was thinking more long-term.
0: Oh, and I'm yeah. like,
1: okay, yeah, maybe long-term. Like Once you like know the system and like, just find a doctor that will keep prescribing it to you. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not but then the you best don't have to keep option for it, right? True. You could just stop. I could, but then I'd have to find a doctor that will keep prescribing it to me. Okay, but yeah. I think it would be easier once I'm already on it, because then it's you like, yo, I the prescription yeah, rather than exactly. start new, exactly. Yeah. And I think I just think it's awesome because they um uh, <laughs> everything's like remote, obviously. Covid, but I mean it's just easier (laughs) that way and they have like this app where it's like catered to you specifically that you I can like I can um message on the app like send a message like a question or something and that's what the my doctor was telling me basically and Mm -hmm. she's like um obviously there's some sort of delay because you know we have we work with so many people yeah and there's probably tons
0: of people saying messages
1: <laughs> yeah but she says like you can like send a message at like three in the morning and like obviously you know it's three in the morning so <laughs> we probably won't <laughs> respond right away but someone will like get to your question that's and good. i was like that's cool because like with other doctors you can't really do that you know you have to actually yeah. schedule an appointment and go see them
0: and also, I think it's good if people have, like, social anxiety and don't want to go yeah, and exactly. actually talk to people. Me? <laughs> yeah. I literally
1: started crying when I went to that doctor's appointment. Oh, my God. Really? I was just, like, so scared. Like, it's kind of, doctor's offices are kind of scary, you know? Yeah. No, and I then feel the social anxiety and, like, the nurse was looking at me and she's like, why are you here? And I was like. And um, you don't want to be judged. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, um, I'm a trans and I'm trying to start testosterone. And she was like. Give okay. me my shots. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, she gave me like the physical and everything and told me what I already knew. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's just cool. I mean she was really quick with it too. Like she's like, you know, I don't want to prolong the process anymore.
0: Bro, I thought it was gonna be like weeks or something. I was not expecting me to say my boring spiel, and you're like, (laughs) Oh,
1: by the way,
0: I started it last week.
1: No, I mean it's cool. Like I I think I sent Let me see if the message is still here.
0: Yeah, where was my Snapchat of you shooting yourself in the leg? I mean, oh, I'm sorry. not shooting yourself in the leg, getting a
1: shot in your leg. I didn't know you wanted one. Oh, but see, I was like, um, I signed up on 1020, got an appointment for 1029, and then got prescription and tea the same day. Oh my god.
0: Yo. That is so fast.
1: Yeah. And then I picked...
0: Didn't...
1: Oh, sorry. I was um, just going to say, I picked up everything on Saturday. Okay. And then um, I was going to, like, give it to myself on Saturday, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till tomorrow because I was like, you know, so I could say my first shot tea was on um, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: why didn't you take it that day? But that's actually a very good reason. It's yeah, your I'll... tea
1: anniversary is going to be every Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Ah! So I was like, that'd be that's... cool.
0: That's so easy to remember,
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah how was
0: how was the shot did you do it or did your mom do
1: it uh my mom was actually still coming back from Arizona so I did it (gasps) was it scary having to do it yourself it was I literally was like babe babe I can't I can't (laughs) I'm scared I'm scared (laughs) but you know I was like I kind of just took a few deep breaths and I was like come on you're gonna have to get used to this you know Yep. and I was just like okay I got this I got this and then yeah I was like was, and then I put in the needle, and I thought it would hurt more. I didn't even feel nothing. I was like, "Oh, you did it good." I was like, "Okay, cool." I was like, "I did it." That's reassuring. Now you know you could do it again. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, that's like way better than what I thought it would be
0: like." Oh my god, I can't believe you started, and in a couple months, you're not able to see such a difference. Oh my god, I'm so excited.
1: I know my sister's was... a
0: little more excited, but yeah.
1: <laughs> My sister told me I should do that video, you know, like, first day on tea. And I was like, oh, girl, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already fucking on it. Yeah, I already took a video.
0: You're like, I took a 20-minute long video already no, it, discussing it, was it quick. all.
1: I did take two videos because the first one I, like, stuttered because I wasn't sure, like, how I wanted to word it. Yeah, and, then and you the have second to get perfect video... the first one. Yeah, so I'll look exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. It's funny because I was like, I think I like went like, oh, I haven't chosen a name yet, but it's my first <laughs> day on <tea." laughs> I was literally just going to say, what did you say for your name in these videos? <laughs> I didn't. I thought about saying Brandy, but I was like, nah, I'm just going to nah. say I haven't chosen a name yet, but uh, it's first shot on T. No more B word. Not around yeah. these parts. <laughs> but I think it would be funny to see how long it takes me to like oh my God. <laughs> choose a name that would have been <laughs> so funny you should have just
0: done how you do the podcast and every week say a different name
1: oh that's true i should have been <laughs> like hey it's mr padilla <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> holy shit but yeah it was it was cool i literally was like so happy i couldn't stop smiling you haven't had any bad side effects or anything right no i mean it's literally nice. the first week so I guess that would be insane if you were already having side effects. I know. My my, my wife was like, she's like, do you feel anything? And I was like, no.
0: I know. I was like, do you feel like soreness like the vaccine?
1: I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, the, like where I did prick myself or shoot myself, it did kind of It did feel kind of sore, but like oh, other did? than that, yeah. Weird. But oh, I mean, God. that's why the app is like pretty amazing because she like prescribed me the tea she says she like told me what she was prescribing and sent to the pharmacy Uh and then she also gave me a link because of the the Mm co-founder she is a trans woman and she actually made videos basically walking you through on how to give yourself the injection oh that's so cool so yeah it's like uh six videos they're short yeah. Um, but she basically like explains all the materials you need like how to do it and all of that. And then she also sent me like links to like counseling um, like uh, websites. Like therapy get- and stuff? Yeah. Therapy. Nice. And I was like cool but I want a job because it's kind of pricey. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's cool because like she prescribed it for me and everything and it's just 99 a month and then like all my blood work and like lab costs, like they're gonna cover.
0: Oh, so ninety nine for all of it.
1: All of it. The only
0: is thing your prescription w- included.
1: No, that's oh, the only okay. thing that's not included. And in like the syringes and needles. Mm-hmm. But syringes and needles, it's twelve dollars for oh, each. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Well, it's each, so it's twenty four. Oh, okay. Um, in total, it's like forty five. Because
0: use the same needles.
1: No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's cuz they prescribe two different needles. They do like a I think it's a bigger one to actually take it out of the the vial.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then you switch it to like a smaller needle to actually inject yourself.
0: Oh my god, that's so cool.
1: So, yeah, it's a whole process and then the actual my my uh, insurance did cover most of the prescription. So, I only oh, paid good. $20.
0: Damn, that feels like so, a really nice price.
1: Yeah, so it's only it was only forty five for like the tea and the syringes and everything.
0: That's so good because I've definitely seen people who like start tea and then they have to be like on and off of it because their prescriptions are so expensive they can't keep it up every month. And yours yeah. isn't too much. I know how how often do you give yourself the shots once a week?
1: Yeah, it's once a week. Ooh, Sunday fun day. And then <laughs> she said she would check up on me in like ten to twelve weeks. Oh, my God. There's going to be so many changes by then. Yeah. And then she would basically just kind of check up on me, get some blood work done to see and see how I'm feeling, basically. Yeah. Because usually they, they do either something called micro dosing, where you start small and just kind of like up the dosage. Yeah. Or she she recommends you just go for it. And like, if it's too much, like we can like tone it down. Dang. So you started like full on. Yeah, like full on. Oh. I was like, let's go full on
0: i would want to as well if i were you
1: yeah i mean it is a little quicker if you go full on and i was like yeah. let's do it like if it's but obviously she will adjust it if it's like too much or yes. too quick but i'm like no i want it <laughs> <laughs> i want it yesterday <laughs> but yeah i mean she was really nice she was cool I, I oh i'm so glad definitely think that program or like website yeah. is awesome
0: 'Cause they'll definitely they'll connect you to like trans friendly doctors and nurses and stuff. Yes, so you don't have exactly. to worry about someone being like a dick.
1: Yeah. It's actually my doctor is actually bisexual. Oh really? And she's like very LGBTQ friendly. Am I your doctor? <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> but like yeah, a bunch of the other doctors are actually like trans or like gay. Like they're Oh fuck yeah. It's very LGBTQ friendly.
0: Alright. It might cost a lot of money, but I'm loving this website thing.
1: Yeah, it I mean, if you really cool, if you can't afford it, I say definitely fucking do it. Because I, th- I think it's it's just makes it so much easier on me. Like yeah. there's less stress of like actually going to the like office of talking to people or like kind of having to repeat yourself, go to different doctors and basically just say the same over shit. and over again, yeah, which <laughs> is like I literally just told one person and she was like, OK, like, let's do this for you. Alright,
0: you're already full on, let's go.
1: Yeah, basically. Oh and my I'm god, like, I love it. Yeah, maybe long term I will like find a doctor that will prescribe it for me because it'll probably be yeah. cheaper, but still, it's, I think it's an awesome fucking um It's program. a
0: convenience way to start. I mean, it's probably not for everyone, but mm-hmm. it
1: seems good for you. It seems perfect for you. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. And she like prescribed it for me and I think I have like four refills. Oh, cool. Do you have to go get it like every week? No, they prescribe four uh, little vials at a time.
0: Oh, so you're good for like four months. No. Oh, I thought me. you meant your prescription is... I'm misunderstanding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's <laughs> enough for like a month.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like, like you have four refills that you can go and get prescribed. I guess that's unnecessary because you're going to talk to her anyway.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I do have four refills. So I have it's prescribed four vials at a time though.
0: Yes. So okay. technically
1: it'd be 12 vials? No. Okay. Wait. 16. Four times four.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, now I'm understanding more. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, it's kind of confusing. <laughs> too much math. Four times four is too much for me. I can't handle this.
1: But yeah, I guess they say that you're supposed to, the vial is um mm-hmm. only supposed to be for one shot, single youth vial, but like they all say, you know, that there's actually more in there. So, to like use it up,
0: whoa,
1: that's not kind of, like, bad to do that at all, right? No, no, not at all. Okay, like a, a lot of trans so, like, this isn't like a that. health
0: risk, right? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is using the same needles.
0: <laughs> I mean, you'd save money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: all you would get is your leg cut off eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs two legs?
1: <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's Halloween? how my Halloween day started. I was like, that's a really happy. good start. Oh and God. then, um, yeah, we ended up going to the Nightmare Before Christmas thing. Yeah, how was um, it? It was cool. We actually left, really, we left, like, like at 11. Oh, fuck. Um, the reason we left so early is because Michelle, or Mickey, my friend. Yeah. She saw on Facebook in the comments, like, well, because I think they started it on Friday. And they play oh. every night until Halloween. Nice. And... She, I guess, people were commenting how that venue sucked and, like, parking was horrible (laughs) and, like, definitely arrived there early and everything. So, we were yeah. Mickey was, like, let's not risk it and let's go early. And we were, like, okay, you know, like, 11. Fuck it. We'll just spend the day up there. Yeah. And we did. We went. We parked our car and everything. And we actually, (laughs) I guess, the lady got mad because, you know, we, like, paid for parking. It was only 15. Mm-hmm. but we saw the sign they had a sign right there and it said event parking $40 oh but she we we like got up to the window and she was like it's gonna be 15 and we were like oh like okay and so we paid and then we were like wait like it said it was 40 and we're here really early like maybe she thought because there's like what, a museum right before? there yeah. yeah and then so we like <laughs> we had um mickey's boyfriend back up and we were like ask her and so he did, and then she got all mad because she was like, you guys didn't tell me you were here for the event. And then okay, we Okay, like, like that's weird. I know, I was like damn, I was like, well, can you like charge us the difference? And then she's like, are you guys gonna like leave any, di- or, like, are you guys gonna leave or stay here all day? And we were like, stay here all day? <laughs> and she was like, okay, it's fine, just go. And we were like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: I, I wouldn't have even gone back if I were you guys, and she got upset that you went back.
1: Yeah, well, I think she got upset because she didn't charge us what she was supposed to charge us.
0: It's kind of dumb because I'm like. It is kind of dumb. If you don't say anything, you could just be charged $15 and be there all day.
1: Exactly. So that's what we we got lucky and we ended up doing that. Nice. And then we were hungry, so we ended up getting those scooters. The Oh, the birds? Yeah, the birds. It was a different Nay. company, but same thing. So the scooters. Yeah. And we ended up um, riding it, like, down the street to a wing stop. (laughs) (sighs) Funny, funny story. Alaris, don't get mad. Oh, uh...
0: (laughs) I'm excited. If you have to start it with Alaris, don't get mad.
1: (laughs) Oh, it was just too funny. I can't not say it. Okay. But uh, we had Alaris. I was first. And then it was Mickey right behind me. And then it was Alaris. And then Edgar, Mickey's boyfriend. Okay. But yeah, wing stop was, like... Maybe like a blocker and a half away. So, it wasn't that far from the venue. Yeah. And it was early. We had hell of time to spare. So, we were like, let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I pulled up right next to where Wings and Thing is. like, And then Mickey's like right behind me. And I turned around and we're like parking our bikes. Mm-hmm. And I turned around at the perfect time to see Alaris eat it off the scooter. No!
0: i was gonna say she eat shit or what
1: she hella ate shit <laughs> like uh i guess she thought she was in a crash into mickey uh-huh and so she was like fuck and um she told us after that she didn't know it had breaks so and we were like Bro. <laughs> of course it has brakes." Uh, but i guess she just didn't know like she didn't <laughs> pay attention like we hadn't written one of those in forever and so she tried to put her foot down and yeah it just ended badly oh oh no was she and okay we, yeah she was fine but she was obviously hurting yeah i was trying not to laugh just because like it's in my nature to laugh like i can't w- seeing people fall like it's really hard it's for hilarious me. yeah it's hard for me to hold it in yeah and my mom's like the same way but <laughs> i was trying really hard not to laugh just in case like she was hurt badly you
0: have to wait and see if they're okay and then once they're like yeah, yeah. i'm fine then you laugh
1: <laughs> But like, yeah, it was funny and then I was like, you know, checking on her, making sure she's okay and then the fucking fire truck pulls up next to us and he was like they were like, Hey, you okay? No And then she was like kinda out of it. Like she was like, Whoa <laughs> like Yeah a, a hurting and shit and like we got her up and everything and then she didn't even notice the firefighters were there and I was like, Yo, they they talking to you and she's like, What? And then she's like yeah I'm good I'm good and then I don't think anybody was paying attention to them besides me Mm because he was actually like well you look good so (laughs) I was like whoa 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 (laughs) Be like, what the fuck did you just say to my wife (laughs) I know I was like nah it's fine you know but it was funny and then I was like checking on her and I noticed her freaking pants ripped she had a big ass rib by her like thigh no
0: was on the so, outside or the inside of the no, the,
1: the outside. Okay, at least so, it was on the inside,
0: so it'd be like kind of ridiculous looking.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I was on the outside and super noticeable because she was wearing like a bodysuit. Oh no. So she couldn't even like cover it with her shirt or nothing. Yeah. So yeah. We were like, fuck. And then we saw that there was a target like down the street. Okay. So we ended up walking to the Target. She didn't want to get on the scooter again. <laughs> she didn't want to get back on them. <laughs> and so, yeah, we walked to Target and she bought like some leggings because they didn't have any jeans. It was a small Target by like the school, mm-hmm. USC. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And then we ended up, um, she took one of those like Metro bikes because I guess they have a lot of those. Not and a scooter we...
0: though.
1: Yeah, not a scooter. She Because was... <laughs> we didn't want to walk back. Yeah. So she was like, "Okay, fine. I'll take a bike, and you guys could take a scooter." So we did that, <laughs> and then she's like,
0: "Full on traumatized by scooters now."
1: Yeah, she is. Oh she's my like, God. I told you I don't want to go on one. We were like, "Sorry." <laughs> and then, yeah, we went to Wingstop. We ate, and we still had time to spare, so we were gonna go eat. Like, um, I don't know if you've heard of Crazy Cup. It sounds kind of familiar. Um. Well, there's a bunch of them in LA area. And they basically, mm-hmm. like, make, like, fruit cups with, like, a bunch of, like, chamoy and, like, or, like Oh, that sounds good. Mexican candy. Or yeah. they have, like, chips with a bunch of that shit. Oh, nice. It's, like, snacks. S- yeah. Big, like, okay. snack bar, basically. And we were going to go because they had, like, um, Nightmare Before Christmas, like, shakes or, like, sweet stuff. Oh, that's cute. So it was still, like a few blocks away so we got on scooters and others we were like oh fuck i hate you guys and we were like woman just go slow like you know do we, you, we don't have to rush it's just because the rest of us like going fast yeah so she felt like she had to go fast too and we were like no so we kind of took our time and we were chilling like she already got injured once don't like get injured again <laughs> yeah and then we get there and they were closed and we were like Great. Oof.
0: <laughs> that's brutal
1: so we ended up just going back to the venue and the venue is like super strict on bags. So we had to like leave all our shit in the car. Weird. I feel yeah. like they should just check your bag and then let you in. But okay. Well, I mean, you could have a bag, but it had to be clear. That's so weird. Why don't Otherwise, they just check your bags? <laughs> I guess they don't want to. Yeah. I mean, it probably takes a long time. Yeah. So they even had like a locker. You could go like put it in a locker or whatever. Oh, wow. But yeah, we made it inside. There was a lot of people dressed up. Cute. They even had like little stations for trick or treating where they gave you Aww, candy. That's so cool. So yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. It was fun. Um, nice. We kind of just went around to the different. There was only... we only went to two because it was the same candy: Twix, <laughs> Snickers, and M Ms. Yes. <laughs> and then they also gave us toothbrushes. Naturally. <laughs> um but yeah you guys don't own those yeah (laughs) it was cool we hung out and then the show started it was really cool was the show good yeah it was good okay i'm glad we kind of got shitty seats but it was it was still cool all you need is your ears yeah (laughs) i mean we we just wanted to go we didn't really care about where we sat yeah but yeah it was cool that sounds fun it was fun it was fun. It was cool, and obviously not as cool
0: as you starting tea, but
1: yeah, definitely not. But <laughs> it was a good day. To I'm glad used. that you had a
0: good Halloween.
1: Yeah,
0: a fucking great Halloween morning. Oh my mm.
1: god, I can't believe that. That's yeah, so it was. Cool. It was awesome. I literally was like so happy. <laughs> I can imagine. Like as soon as I like, like finished like putting a little band aid on it, and I was like, babe, I did it. <laughs> and then I had on just, tea. And she's like woo and she was just kind of laughing at me because i literally got so excited oh my gosh that's so cool i wonder if we're
0: even gonna be able to like notice changes or if it's gonna be like you have to look back at videos to be like oh fuck
1: oh i mean i feel
0: like i talk to you weekly so you might be able to notice i might notice a little bit and i was like weekly is kind of far apart but also i'm sure it's gonna be so subtle that like I won't mm-hmm. even notice and in like a year you're gonna have a full on beard and I'm gonna be like oh yeah that <laughs> happened <laughs> and then
1: you're gonna listen to an old podcast
0: <laughs> and be like who is this child what is this who Speak- let this little boy onto the podcast I'm gonna have a squeaky ass voice <laughs> I know right oh my gosh it's so cool But yeah. oh yeah we have stories to tell I guess oh yeah huh yeah. that's a thing <laughs> Um, do you, Did you have anything else going on before? I'm
1: trying to think. I don't think so. That was the most exciting stuff. <laughs> oh. I do actually have something exciting. On Ooh. Tuesday, I had made an appointment to go to Bellis Academy to maybe go to barber school. Hey. How did that go? It kind of took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> a good turn or a bad turn? A oh, bad turn. So I had an no. appointment at... Well, it ended good, but I had an appointment at 9 a.m. Okay. And it's in Palway, so I left the house at like 8.30ish, 8,
0: okay.
1: 8.20. Um, I got there, walked in, and was like, hey, I have an appointment to take a tour. And she was like, okay, I need to take your temperature. I was like, okay, cool. And she kept trying. Oh, no. And I guess it was coming up red. And I was like, that's wrong. I, I do not have a fever. I know I don't. And was she your was heater like,
0: on in your car?
1: No. Actually, okay, I, had the a- I had the AC on.
0: Oh, what the fuck?
1: And I think that's why. Because um, I think my body temp was too low. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it was coming. Because it does come up like bad if it's too low. They were like, you're a corpse. I don't understand. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> do you have any COVID symptoms? I was like, no. I was like, "And I'm vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, mm, okay. She's like, let me go see. So she went to go ask. Or talk to whoever I was supposed to get a tour with, and then she came back, and these two ladies walked in. It was like a some girl and her mom, mm-hmm. and they walked in, and they were like, "Oh, hi, we're here for a tour." And then she's like, "Okay, hold on." And She went back there again, and then she came back. She was like, "Okay, you two can like go back wait, or go back there and wait for the tour." And she's like, "And you," she said, "She's gonna call you and reschedule because our like policies say oh, that you can't." Yeah. yeah, and I was like okay great yeah and so i got to the car and i was like "Damn, bro like just drove out here for nothing Mm -hmm. i was like that's some bullshit and then it hit me that she never even took the temperatures of those that girl and her mom wait what yeah like after i got did she
0: like was so distracted by you she didn't or yeah she didn't oh i was like was it like something against you or did she just forget (laughs)
1: I don't know, I, but I like it hit me when I was in the car and I was like, yo, what the fuck? She didn't even take their temperatures. Yeah, what the fuck? I was like, that's some bullshit. And then I was like, just like, whatever. And I yeah. just kind of sat in the car for a bit. And then um, the like admissions lady did call me and she was like, you know, sorry. How she's like, how are you feeling? Are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, I definitely don't have a temperature. I was like, I'm pretty sure my temperature was too low because I had the AC on because mm-hmm. i had a hoodie on and just when i have a hoodie on i like to like be cold yeah like
0: all comfortable
1: yeah i like, like that i like <laughs> i like the ac blowing so like i don't know it just makes me feel better about wearing a hoodie yeah because then if i don't have it on then i get all hot and like i'm like no <laughs> um Leanne, she's like, that's weird. And she was like, okay, so we can, like, reschedule for next week or just, like, do it over the phone or Zoom. And I was like, oh, okay, let's just do it over the phone. Yeah. So we ended up doing it over the phone around, like, 2. And, yeah, she basically just explained what we would be learning. Like, the services they have and, like, like, um, included intuition. They have, like, a whole kit where... Basically, to help you get started. Nice. And I was like, cool. And yeah. So uh, I'm planning to apply for FAFSA to, to start there in December. Oh my god, that's in a month. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Look at you starting tea, starting barber school. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, because right after I talked to her, I actually called another barber shop or school. Mm-hmm. That's in San Marcos, but the only reason I'm leaning towards Belis or probably I'm gonna do Bellis is because the other barber school they don't offer financial aid. Oh fuck that! And, and I mean like be it is expensive. It is cheaper. I think it's only like thirteen thousand versus Bellis is like twenty three. Oh god! <laughs> so it's like ten grand cheaper, but. At the other school, they don't have, like, a kit, basically, like, a starter kit. Um, they do have, like, their own financial aid, which is, like, they have one that's based on your credit, and it would be, like, monthly payments. Okay. Or they have another one where they basically give you a loan, but you have to put down, I think, like, 25% Jesus. of it. Jesus. <laughs> so I have to, like, put down maybe, like, 3000 Yeah. of my own, and then... Over the next three years after I graduate, I'd have to pay it off. Oh my god! Which I'm like, that's pretty cool, but I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) That's a intense decision to make. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know. I just I feel like in the long term, but it it, they she just made it sound like we would have more opportunities because like she said that they also have like this um, it's like an Mm -hmm. internship. Oh, where basically instead of going to class you can go to somebody's barbershop and basically learn from them and like how they run oh that's business. awesome and i'm like yeah that's like sick as fuck like if i do want my own shop and stuff yeah so i, I like that seems like a good deal
0: i mean and you'd yeah. get financial aid so it wouldn't actually be like that much upfront.
1: yeah yeah we'll see so... <laughs>
0: i don't i don't totally know how financial aid and stuff works clearly <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I'm already in debt, so I'm like, might as well actually go in well, debt for something, it. yeah, something that I'm actually like doing,
0: yeah, it's something you're really interested in, not the college meh. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: That's Damn. it. And forty minutes of me talking nonsense. Uh, I mean,
0: <laughs> I feel like it's been pretty exciting stuff. And excuse me, ten minutes of that was me you're talking right, about right. giant spiders. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you ready? Right, God, right. not everything's about you, Alejo. Okay. <laughs> i know i feel like i say it
1: bad <laughs> alejo. i actually alejo. well it's because they they say oh here i, here I go again talking <laughs>
0: oh. i know and you still have your story and i yeah. bet as soon as you start your story you're gonna have to be like stuttering up a storm not even know how to talk shh, anymore shh, don't make fun of me there's been 30 minutes of you talking so well but as soon as it comes to reading we're both <laughs> like meh, 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 meh.
1: <laughs> "True." <laughs> um. But they recommend, like, going to actually baby name websites to, like, look at different names. Oh, yeah, that's And smart. that's that's how I found Alejo. And I just really like <laughs> the meaning of it. So it's actually a what Spanish is... mm-hmm. Spanish and Greek origin meaning. And it basically means defender and or warrior. Hell yeah. You're going to beat someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like, like, the meaning of it. So that's I why like it's that on one. my list. Do and you know what like Michelle it? means? no it means feminine of michael
0: (laughs) my name doesn't even have a fucking meaning (laughs) (laughs) how stupid is that i like alejo's
1: meaning (laughs) yeah i just like that it's like a spanish name and i like that too even though i'll say it very white i will try my best well that's another reason i was kind of like iffy too because i know it would get mispronounced a lot so i'm like correct "Hmm." people and be like you're stupid just tell them with like, <laughs> alejo alejo <laughs> i can i can already hear it happening alejo, alejo. can you come here please alejo alejo. Ale, is it alejo 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 there you go okay got it i speak <laughs> spanish now <laughs> Woo woo
0: see as long as it doesn't have the rolling r's in the name I can oh. do it. I cannot do that shit. Like for the mm-hmm. life of me, I cannot do that shit.
1: Well, me either.
0: <laughs> okay. See, so you won't choose one. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you doing? Just always say your name wrong. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking funny.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. I should start my story, huh? Yes. So let's get to it. Okay. So the Charman Urban Legend sounds violent originates in ojai california i think that's how you say it oh hi yes that's what i meant to say oh <laughs> yeah. hi from a <Alejo> too <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're really just gonna pronounce it like that oh hi california hmm. so Ojai is a small city in ventura county california it is northwest of los, Ang- los angeles <laughs> wait, Los
0: Angeles. He, wait, what did you say the first time? He it was right, neither. You're like, like Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, sorry. There I go. Great. I had to. Second sentence. We and actually not first one. You pronounced it weird too. Oj, <laughs> Oj, oh, hi. How funny it be if it was Oj and we're just being dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Someone we'll calls find out. If we out. get an
1: angry email. True. So yeah, it is set in a valley in the Topatopa Topa Mountains. The city has a village-like center dotted with art galleries and new age shops. And it borders the north of Los Padres National Forest. It's nice. crisscrossed with meandering trails.
0: Sounds really cool, actually.
1: Yeah, it sounds pretty.
0: <laughs> like, I want to visit this place. <laughs> Maybe not, I won't. <laughs> Maybe soon oh. I... Oh my god, I can't talk either.
1: Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Creek Road can be located just south of Ojai, California. You can take the 101 into Ventura and exit onto Highway 33, heading north. Follow the 33 just north of Casita Springs and exit onto Creek Road. The exit is just after Old Creek Road. Creek Road wins its way through the valley before eventually becoming S- or South Ventura Winds it its way? Winds its way? Is that, what did I say? Then it wins its way. Win.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 yes,
1: yeah, so it winds its way, not wins. <laughs> I shouldn't have corrected
0: you though. <laughs> it no, wins you. its way. It's like,
1: <sighs> <laughs> you could keep that in there. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Creek Road Bridge is just beyond Camp Comfort Park.
0: I wonder if I've ever been near here because I've driven some like weird ass fucking valleys in that area before. Maybe. Have you ever been on highway thirty-three? I don't know. There's one that I like went through and it was like kind of like cliffs surrounding all edges, and it was really cool looking, and it's like two lanes and it seemed very sketchy to drive on, and that's where I'm imagining this is taking place. But I don't remember what freeway it was. It was a few years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was not but- around there though. <laughs> The Camp Comfort Park has been a resting spot for weary travelers for centuries, with its picturesque oak sheltered location and abundance of clear running water. Oh. It was commonly referred to by travelers as a comfort spot, which is where it got its name. Oh, <laughs> cute. Um, but yeah, it sounds like a really pretty area. I know. What the fuck? Why aren't we here right now? Hmm. I know, you're going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's just a little bit about the area. So now to the actual urban legend. Okay. So, the Charman. This particular legend is subject to far more speculation than most. Um, I would say that because there's literally so many different um versions of how, like, his origin. Yeah. I feel like most legends, there's only, like... One or two, max of three, different origin stories. I'd agree. Um, the Charman has at least seven possible <laughs> origin stories. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> no like, one can
0: agree. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely like so many. I was like, damn. or there's just seven Men
1: running around. You're right. That is very possible. Just a gang of them. Um, so there's like the two most popular ones, and then the rest are kind of just. They're ones. whatever. There are other ones that just kind of made it to the list, too. Because okay. they are told, but not as much as the first two that I'm going to talk these about. These are the stupid Charmin. <laughs> no one likes these Charmin. <laughs> uh, there actually was a stupid Charmin. Wait, what? <laughs> no, okay. I'll get there. I'll get there. The fuck? <laughs> um, but the first theory of his origin was back in 1948. Um, there was a big brush fire in Ohio Valley which burned a good part of the valley and destroyed many homes. There was a man living with his son in an isolated cabin in the hills south of the town. Their house was burned in the fire. Um, the father was killed in the fire, and the son was badly burnt. Oh, When fu- someone finally got out to the remains of the cabin, they found that the son had apparently gone crazy from the experience, that he basically... Sorry, graphic... He skinned his dad's body and hung huh. hung his body up by um his feet um on a tree outside nearby. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, thanks for the sorry graphic warning. <laughs> like a millisecond <laughs> before seeing.
1: <laughs> sorry, I forgot. Jesus Lord. <laughs> but yeah, I guess he basically got went a little crazy from like the burns and just yeah, his I'd experience. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> nasty, crazy ish. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he supposedly then fled into the hills down an oak creek road where he has lived in his, quote, charred condition Ew. ever since. Ew. They say that every once in a while, he comes close enough to encounter someone, occasionally chasing people and such. Ew. Um, they said the police have been sent out to look for him, and although they have caught glimpses of him and found traces of him, they have never been able to catch him. So creepy. <laughs> the second theory also happens in the 1948 Inferno, but it has to do with the husband and his wife. Oh. The husband was horribly burned and injured. Um, He lies as he hears his wife trapped in the blaze yelling, help me. Over oh. and over again. Oh my god. And due to the fire, his own injuries, he's unable to come to aid of his wife and just lies unable to move, just listening to her pleas for help as she is slowly consumed by the flames.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's <laughs> This
1: one's that's- even worse somehow. What the fuck? Uh, that's a bit <laughs> rough. Um, but yeah, the husband eventually becomes a char man and is said to attack anybody who stops on the bridge and is brave enough to yell, help me. Oh. He probably thinks they're like mocking his dead wife. Maybe. Yeah. And the third theory is also kinda common and is also based on the nineteen forty eight um Inferno. Damn, this fire like inspired Hella stories. Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, they basically believe that Charman was a firefighter who was tragically caught in the fire and just burned alive in a suit. Oh my god. Oh. The fourth theory is actually a common one told by locals. Okay. It was a brutal automobile crash um, near the Charman Bridge, which, well, that's what they named it. I was um, going to say, it, wait, they <laughs> named it Charman Bridge? It, <laughs> it was dubbed the Charman Bridge. It's actually the Creek Road Bridge, but it was dubbed Charman Bridge because of the Charman. Yeah. But yeah, they say that a motorist escaped his car and fled into the, wo- the woods, still engulfed in flames. Ew. Um, the unknown driver was said to survive the severe burns he endured and still stalks the roadside to this day.
0: Oh my god, creepy! I'm surprised none of these are like the ghost of him. They're all like, nope. He decided I have burns. I live here now. This is my home. Well, we're barely to the fourth one. Oh, true. We have like three more to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's <laughs> literally the very next theory. <laughs> oh, perfect. There we go. So the next theory, this is the fifth one, says that the charman is the ghost of a man who was hiking back to his stalled car. With the full can of gasoline late at night, some of the gas I guess spilled on his clothes, and for some reason he made the fateful decision to light up a cigarette, turning in, turning him into a human torch. Oh fuck! Now, so that's what I meant. And there was a stupid chore, man. <laughs> Uh <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. It's like, bruh, why would you do that? Some
0: worse than others. That reminds me of like the beginning of Zoolander, aren't they like fighting with like? oil or, or gas or something, then they, like, get set on fire. Did <laughs> I make this up? But it was, like, I funny.
1: Know. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm tripping. I don't know either.
1: <laughs> but yeah. And the sixth theory is actually told by some police officers. Well. um, So they say that in the 60s, there was supposedly an elderly man who had a very bad case of skin cancer. Um, his mm. face and arm were badly disfigured and deformed. And as he didn't like to be seen, he would often take his dog for walks in the evening or late at night. Oh, During these strolls, he would occasionally be seen by local youth who, frightened, began propagating the charman stories.
0: Oh my god, so that one's just about an old man with skin cancer getting
1: bullied by the entire town. Yeah, basically. Damn! And some other not-so-popular stories just basically say that his origin was like after a uh, down plane which caught fire, Ugh. and the the one this one I only read on one source mm-hmm. is uh, the same son and father, like but I guess they were thought to be vampires. So the villagers what? said, "Yeah." <laughs> well, there's actually a legend about an Ojai vampire. Oh whoa, that's interesting. We'll have to talk about that sometime too. Yeah. <laughs> But they basically were thought to be vampires, so the villagers set their house on fire. Um, but it turned out they weren't vampires and oh. were both killed in the fire. Jesus.
0: How many stories are like that where they're like, yeah, we thought they were witches or vampires, so we killed them. And from killing them, we found out that they weren't.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they say the sun came back as the Charman and killed those who, didn't, who did this horrible crime. I wouldn't blame them. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, regardless of the many origin stories of the Charman, he is described the same way. His appearance is unmistakable. He is covered in horrific burns from head to toe, <sighs> his skin blackened and peeling. And I guess <laughs> the only, like, clothes that you could kind of see is a mm-hmm. few charred bandages.
0: Oh my god, why is he wearing bandages?
1: <laughs> Ooh, know.
0: that points to the he survived, was injured, and kept living like he bandaged
1: himself up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. They say that before you see him you could actually smell his ghastly aroma of burnt flesh. What? That's gnarly. Yeah. Nasty. Um, but he is said to haunt Creek Road and Creek Road Bridge. Um, he's well, also said... Be going. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say to don't go at night. Okay. Um, because he is said to startle anyone who dares to walk the road at night. Ew. There's even one story of him tearing a leather jacket off a terrified witness in the 1950s. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, that's creepy. But yeah, I say if you happen to go, just keep driving, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um it's but the perfect place for your car to break down. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, the Charman is pretty famous local legend, and there's actually even a hot sauce named after him. No, um, how was... fucked up that? <laughs> it was created by Chris Sutton. Uh, it was made by Highway Thirty Three Foods. It's called Charman's Revenge Habanero Pepper Sauce.
0: That's so fucked up. I hope that it is fake for that sake, because how fuck
1: should be you no, die it's... getting burned
0: alive someone's like, listen to hot sauce after
1: this. It's real. Oh my god. Um, and I guess it even comes with a tagline that says, Just beware with five fire roasted habanero peppers in every bottle. Charman's revenge may become a reality.
0: Bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's the legend of the charman and his hot sauce we just had a little bonus stories of oh. um, other legends that supposedly haunt that same area oh god this is an awful area it sounds like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the first is the ghost of a bride wearing a bloody wedding dress there we go there's always a bride she is torn slim with light brown hair and a veil covering her face the story tells that she was murdered on the day of her wedding, perhaps by a greedy new husband who married her only for her dowry. Whoa. So very corpse bride vibes.
0: I was just going to say this reminds <laughs> me of corpse bride. <laughs> yeah.
1: But she has supposedly been seen with the thumb stretched out trying to hitchhike. Oh, No one's going to get you, girl. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and another legend is the ghost of a headless... Motorcyclist. Ew. So, in the 1950s, a man who was trying to pass a truck on a narrow mountain turns of Creek Road was decapitated by a wayward <sighs> steel beam, which became dislodged from the truck bed. Fuck. The incident, Fuck <laughs> the incident happened with such suddenness that the motorcycle continued on, passing the startled driver, driver, who promptly had a heart attack and crashed into the ravine
0: what a series of unfortunate events that happen (laughs) here holy shit
1: but legend says that he still rides at night looking for his lost head ew oh my god (laughs) yeah they basically say that it's like the newer version of the headless horseman (laughs) i know right the headless (laughs) motorcyclist it's a a modern version
0: (laughs) yeah i'm never gonna drive in this area ever and then there's
1: also the there's another. (laughs) yeah the ohai vampire i didn't write much about it but basically oh i forgot what time period i think it was the 1800s this guy moved from europe
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and he had like his own farm but like slowly all the like livestock and people started disappearing oh fuck and so they and he didn't like to come out at during the day apparently fucking vampire so during the day i think they like snuck in and they found him like in a coffin sleeping and they burned him alive and yeah <laughs> turns out he just couldn't afford a bed he just no, used what was like <laughs> it was sus because they said they had holy water and all this stuff and they were supposedly like a big like beastly dog guarding him oh and, what the um, shit they like threw holy water on the dog and it ran away he was a hellhound. Yeah, I think so. Gross. But they ended up killing him. Jesus Christ! There's obviously probably more information on that. That was kind of just the gist of it. Yeah. But yeah, that's the don't go to Ojai.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> that's the don't go to Ojai. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Thank you.
1: <laughs> no problem.
0: So for my first story, I'm gonna start with one that isn't exactly spooky, but I thought it was very interesting. So we're going to read in the podcast to interesting shit for the week, I guess. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm going to talk about the mystery surrounding the Tom McLeod slept here sign on the I-5 near Bakersfield. So I've actually been wanting to talk about this for a couple weeks because we passed this sign when we were driving down from the Bay Area whenever we like went to visit Robert's sister. And I've been thinking about ever since. Sheesh. So if you've ever driven up and down California on the 5, then you know it's like boring as shit like you just see lots of cows most interesting part dirt piles we always point and we say look there's more dirt and then you see like farms broken up by like weird political signs so maybe that's why this sign like got my attention so much (laughs) but the sign itself is large and white and standing in the middle of a grass field in red letters it says tom mcleod and then in black it says slept here that's it that's the sign I thought it was a little random, so I decided to look it up and read something about like a dude back in the 1800s in the Google search preview. Then I just told Robert about it and stopped looking. But naturally, like I said, the five is boring as fuck. So a few minutes later, I reopened my internet browser and saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll read some more because the line I read was just a single line from a single blog. And yeah, this is how I went down the Tom McLeod rabbit hole. <laughs> The line that I read had apparently been just one of many theories as to who Tom was, something which nobody knows for sure. The first website I was taken to was a blog post from 2009 on a website named Sake River. The author of the post, a person named Mike Sakasagua, writes about passing the sign and their following search for answers. Unfortunately, their search was short and didn't yield much information. They're able to find a few Tom McLeods, but none who would be so significant that people would put up a sign to commemorate him sleeping there. I did find a couple things helpful on Sake River, though. First, Mike made me consider, why should we care that Tom McLeod slept here? Normally, if there's a person of significance, you celebrate, like, where they were born or where they accomplished something. You don't just accomplish, like, sleeping somewhere for a night. The second question had me wondering, like, when did this happen? Because... I saw this year. The blog post from 2009. I saw one comment saying that they'd been passing it for years, and they've driven by as like early as 1999. So it's been here for a couple of decades, probably. Damn. It didn't look that old though to me. So that was even weirder. And I also like I said, it's in the middle of the field. Like there's no motels, hotels, Holiday Inns, all the pitbull song. It's literally <laughs> just grass. <laughs> so. Was this like someone back in the day just passing through and like, I don't know. They didn't have fucking hotels. They just slept on the ground. I don't know what they did. They slept in their horse-drawn wagons. (laughs) Or maybe it was like a road tripper sleeping in their car. The final thing that I found helpful was the comment section. So as of the time I researched, there are 330 comments on this blog post of theories and stories of others who are just as confused as me. And I went ahead and read all of them to gather some theories. (laughs) I took a nap after. It took me a very long time. <laughs> also, apparently at some point over the years, a white bike was left next to the sign. I didn't actually notice that during my drive, so I'm not sure if that's still there or not, but it was mentioned in a lot of comments. One of my favorite theories says, Perhaps Tom McLeod is notable for his intractable insomnia. Everywhere he's been, he's tossed and turned all night, not able to get in even a wink of sleep. But here, in this hollowed locale, he was finally able to let go of the cares of the day and get some much-needed rest. And if Tom McLeod slept here, well, then you can be assured that you'll be able to get a good night's rest as well. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that sounds like an advertisement for this area. <laughs> and, it does. Yeah, made me want to sleep in this field. Another very dramatic and hopefully jokingly theory, joking theory, the sign is a foreshadowing of our savior. In the near future, a zombie apocalypse will threaten humanity. Tom McCloud will rise out of the shadows to lead the fight against the zombies. He will reunite the remaining tribes of California survivors in an epic fight for humanity. Tom McCloud, our prophet, our savior. (laughs) (laughs) There were only a couple paranormal comments, too. But the first one said, this one (laughs) had to be like, Trippin and said the sign isn't real it is merely a spell cast like a mirage upon the side of the highway so that those of us blessed with the power to truly see may find one another and gather together to solve this grand mystery who is tom mcleod he is us and we are him and we are all together i was like "Ugh!" i didn't like that because i've driven that road before and i never noticed the sign before so i was like mm. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> so that i could suddenly see this <laughs> The second paranormal one said, I think Tom is more famous now than before. Tom is mad now. He was sleeping just fine in his grave. Now he's been waking. I was driving by the sign and I thought I saw a ghost next to it. And was it Tom? I don't know because we don't know what Tom looks like. And they spelled that all very incorrectly. So that was interesting. (laughs) So while most of these stories are obviously ridiculous, I did find a few that could be possible. So this one said, Tom is a local Kern County boy about 27 years of age today. He lives in the outskirts of Buttonwillow with his abusive uncle Charlie. Both Tom's parents haven't been in his life since he was very young. His father was in and out of prison and no one knows where he is anymore. Tom's mom was a junkie and prostitute. She often left him at the McDonald's Playland while she lurked around the truck stops. Tom had it hard and when his mom finally OD'd he was lost. He was 13 when he started roaming the local farms and fields. He stumbled across a kit fox in one of the fields, and because he had small pieces of bread, the fox grew fond of Tom. One night it got extremely cold. Tom curled up in a little hole. When he woke up, the kit fox was right there next to him. He was so excited, he gathered up pieces of wood, found a bucket of paint on the side of the freeway, and made a sign. For years and years, he goes back on the anniversary of that night, October 10th. He goes back and paints it fresh. The last time he went, he got two flat tires on his white BMX. Hung the bike on a pole. He had to walk about 20 miles home, but I believe he is still there. In a rundown little trailer, drinking Budweiser with Uncle Charlie, a couple little dogs and broken lawnmowers in the mix. But that's it. This one, like, it seemed okay. It explained the bike. Mm -hmm. It explained why the paint doesn't look old. But it didn't explain why this dude was only 27 at the time of the comment when the sign had definitely been along. Like he would be much older than 27. He was 13 when it happened. It's been there for like 20 years. (laughs) So we've determined that is a lie. (laughs) Now, this comment was written by a supposed family member. Tom McCloud is my great grandfather who visited California in the late 1800s from England. He was a well known sheep farmer and worrier. I don't know if like worrier has a different meaning or he worried a lot. There are many similar signs in his hometown of Doddington in Hampshire to celebrate his numerous conquest. It's written in his diary, now saved in the local chapel's library, that he found the local sheep in Kern County to be so lively that he passed out from exhaustion after one of his light- nightly encounters. Hence, he commemorated the event with a sign similar to the ones in his hometown. I recently traveled through the colonies in 2015 to retrace his steps and confirm that sign 127 still stands and that the local sheep are indeed as described, although hard to keep still without assistance from my manservant. I'm, I'm reading out loud and it sounds so ridiculous. It sounded more real in my head, okay? Okay. <laughs> Tom was indeed an accomplished man that forged new frontiers for man long before the first women visited California. Okay, that line confused me. Um, He is an icon in the great sheep farming communities of Wales and New Zealand, where there's even a local beer named after him. Uh, This other legit, but still not possible to prove, theory says that Tom McLeod was a sergeant in the Army. He slept there with his unit in the early 1800s. He rescued several troops while they slept, and their camp was burned by Indians, I'm assuming they meant Native Americans, occupying the land as the U.S. Army moved west. The family posted the sign after they learned of his heroics.
1: Hmm.
0: And I think that this is the one that I read a little bit of whenever I first started looking, and I assumed that there was only a singular answer. So the last theory, the most credible says Tom McLeod, spelled variously as, and then it's like McLeod or McClode, basically. He was a well-known American hunter and trapper in Central California from about 1830 until his unrecorded death or departure sometime after 1855. His activity was restricted mainly due to the modern Kern County area. I meant to say restricted mainly to, I don't know if I did, whatever. Historic records during this period are scarce, but it is known that Tom had an enduring relationship with the local Yucat Indians and actually adopted some of their traditions. He was Indios... I don't know how to pronounce the word. Indiosyncratic? Yeah. Uh, and many acquaintances remarked on his wit and intelligence. One report has McLeod being, being fluent in both Latin and Greek, causing some to note the possibility that he was a seminary-educated man, Perhaps a dropout of some sort of religious order, or perhaps even a former Catholic priest. If he was indeed a priest at some point, he abandoned celibacy when he came to California because he fathered at least one child, Tom Jr., who became a gun for hire throughout the Southwest until his untimely death at the hands of a jealous woman. In 1850, in response to increased immigration to the area brought on by the gold rush in Northern California, McLeod declared a large tract of land spanning the Kern River as the American Kern Island Republic. It was remarkable in that shortly after this declaration, after a drunken brawl with some of his local Native American friends, he unlaterally overthrew the Republic and set himself up as king. There is no difficulty in his accomplishing this, as he is the only known member of the Republic government. Tom McLeod therefore has several distinctions in California history. His republic predates the establishment of the California Bear Flag Republic. His revolution is the only instance known in which a man founded a republic and then single-handedly overthrew his own government. Although the American Kern Island Kingdom didn't last much longer than than its predecessor, it gave McLeod even more local fame. Tom reportedly would carve his name in tables and trees whenever he traveled away from his Kern River home. At some point, it became a tradition to put up signs when these original markings were ruined, buildings torn down, trees uprooted, etc., Although the most commonly known sign is along the Interstate 5 Freeway, there are actually several similar signs remaining, as well as a popular tavern near the site of Tom's Palace on the Kern River. Currently, the local electric utility has a small section of one of their facilities dedicated to the memory of Tom and his son, Tom Jr. So, I do have a few problems with this story. First of all, like, fluent in Latin. It's a dead language. Apparently, like, it's possible, but it's, like, fucking mega rare to do this and like really really hard to learn to speak Latin. I also looked up the American Kern Island Kingdom the republic that he supposedly began and I found literally nothing else on it except for this text. <laughs> so I don't know maybe there's no record because they didn't want everyone creating their own kingdoms. Who knows? In September of this year 2021 SF Gate also wrote an article on Mysterious Sign but they too have no definitive answers. But one thing they do have is quotes with a couple different Tom McLeods from all over the place. One from Alabama responded that while the sign isn't about him, he did have a first cousin named Tommy McLeod who lived in California, played in a rock and roll band, and died in a car wreck with his wife in the early 1970s. Other family members have not confirmed if the sign is indeed about this Tom, though. One of the other Toms, who is also not the namesake of the sign, made a shocking revelation. Apparently, he said that there are signs like this up in Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any proof of this, but to me, that points to some, like, road tripper going across the U.S. But I'm like, why would they put up signs that they're sleeping here? I don't <laughs> understand. Funny. I know. But yeah, this is all the information I was able to find. Like, nobody even knows how long it's been up there. No one knows who Tom McCloud is and why did he sleep here? <laughs>
1: What if what if he was actually murdered there?
0: Ew, like or you're sleeping he's there like, forever. Yeah. Ew. Whenever I read the person saying that they had a cousin who died in a car crash, I was like the forever sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You took it to a creepy place. Sorry. I expected of you. <laughs> <laughs> but my second last legend is going to be on the legend of the watcher. So, this creepy urban legend is actually super, super new and went first went viral back in 2015. Oh, wow. I know. So, I'm like, not much of a legend. Pretty new. It's
1: just <laughs> it's news. A baby, baby legend.
0: It's a baby legend. According to what I could find, this was one year after a New Jersey couple bought their dream home for $1.3 million in Westfield, New Jersey to live in and raise their three young kids. According to Zillow, the house is 3,920 square feet with six bedrooms and four bathrooms. It's actually, like, really sick, too. Based on pictures I found on realtor.com, if I could afford it and I had, like, a family, I would 100% want to move into this house. But this dream home soon turned into a nightmare.
1: Oh, no. Bum,
0: bum, bum. I had to do that line. Like, I had to. (laughs) Just three days after buying the house, before getting a chance to even move in, the family got a letter from a man who called himself The Watcher. In this letter, the man claimed that his family actually owned the home and had been watching it for nearly a century. Now it was his turn to watch, saying, 657 Boulevard, which is the address, has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I'll find out. I wasn't able to read the full letter, but it was like extremely creepy. And apparently he asked questions like, do you need to fill a house with a young blood? I requested once I know their names, I will call them and draw them out to me. And presumably, young blood is a reference to children. Yeah, yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Within a month, three letters had arrived from the watcher, each getting more and more creepy. And one, he asked, "Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom, then I can plan better." Also, noting the windows and doors allow me to watch you and track you as they move through the house. He made more ominous statements about the kids moving in, saying, I'm pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought to me. Will the young bloods play in the basement or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you're upstairs, you would never hear them scream. And keep in mind, the basement is a children's playroom. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. Commenting on changes to the home because the family was like renovating it while they didn't live there. The watcher wrote, You have changed it and made it so fancy. It cries for the past and what used to be in the time when I roamed its halls. When I ran from room to room imagining the life with rich occupants there. And now I watch and wait for the day when the young blood will be mine again. He also told the owners to stop changing it and let it alone. And to let the young blood play again like I did. Obviously the homeowners were fucking terrified. They were like taking it very seriously. And Mm -hmm. they immediately regretted buying the home. They actually even attempted to sue the previous homeowners for omitting knowledge of the stalker. As in one letter, the watcher claimed to have told the old homeowners to bring me young blood. In return, the old homeowners countersued, saying they're being defamed. And while they admit they did get a letter before closing on the home, they say it was not threatening. Which I'm like, how do you get a letter signed the watcher and not take that as threatening i couldn't find what it said but i am so curious what this letter said like what the fuck i don't
1: know <laughs> it, it was wish- like, it was wishing him the well for moving out of his house
0: they're like thank you for moving out and bringing me the young blood signed the watcher and they're like this is a super normal letter this is fine <laughs> <laughs> the new owners tried to sell the home but to no avail They even planned to demolish it and instead build two houses on the land. But the town's planning board rejected this as people in the neighborhood were concerned that it just wouldn't look as good as the rest of their houses. Just Mm. fucked up. They're literally scared of a stalker hurting their children. (laughs) Literally. So they were basically out almost one and a half million and they couldn't even live in this house because they were so scared of the watcher. Threatening revenge on the demolition plan, the Watcher actually wrote to them that maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. So the Watcher was not a fan of the demolition. In early 2017, the home made news again when the owners claimed to have gotten a new letter. This letter, as far as I could find, was never released to the public, but the owner's lawyer said it was more derogatory and sinister than any of the previous letters and contained very specific threats. Apparently, this letter was received just days after owners were finally able to rent out the home to a tenant. Sheesh. Five years after originally buying the home, the family was eventually to sell it, but a nearly half a million dollar loss. Damn. Yeah. As of today, despite investigations by police and private investigators, the identity of the watcher is still unknown. So I'm like, I don't even know how much of an urban legend this is because there's like news articles on it. There was a legit investigation. Police don't think that the family was writing this letter themselves. Like... This is a real thing. Like someone was like obsessed with the house. (laughs) One theory that I did read online is some people think that perhaps it was somebody who was bidding on the house and wasn't able to get it. So they were like writing layers. So they would like post it for sale Mm -hmm. again and like lower the price. But then no one bought the house for like five years. So that doesn't seem like right. It just sounds like someone's fucking obsessed with this house and has like delusions about it.
1: Or maybe they just waited five years to not make it so obvious. Yeah. And they were really bitter and wanted these people to lose half a mil.
0: Can you imagine losing half a mil, not that's, even getting to live in the house, and being scared
1: for your life? That's That sucks.
0: Yeah, that's why we don't move to New Jersey, folks.
1: <laughs>
0: they It's actually, like, as of now, I think, ranked the 24th safest neighborhood in the U.S. What? <laughs> except for The Watcher.
1: Yeah, except for him.
0: Yeah, and neighbors aren't even, like, scared of it. They're like, oh, yeah, that.
1: <laughs> mm, okay.
0: But to be fair, they weren't the ones getting the letters. <laughs> True. Yeah, that one was sketchy as shit. If anyone sent me a letter like that, I would move across the country and be like, oh, sure, I'll leave the keys. It's your house now, watcher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: It's super creepy. I was just imagining someone, like, living in the walls, you know? True.
1: Because they did say,
0: have you seen what's in the walls? I wonder if they ever had anyone, like, look. Yeah.
1: Wait, maybe that's how he knew all the details, too. Oh my god,
0: just living in there watching them? Yeah. Because I think he, like, described the renovations that they were doing like he'd seen inside of it, you know? That's creepy. How does no one see somebody... Okay, I was gonna say, how does nobody see somebody going and looking? And I'm like, but if they're living in the walls, no one would see them going in and out. Ew! Ew! Mm. Creepy. But yeah, that is the story of The Watcher. Damn. (laughs) Did you have anything else to add to the episode? Okay. Well, if you guys had emails, any of your favorite myths and legends, you can at thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. The Watcher, your emails are not welcome. Don't send me that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Our Twitter and Instagram are shit underscore pod and our website spookyshit-pod.com. As always, we appreciate you listening. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. We'll